0: Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all.
1: Grand rising, and thank you all for joining us on this edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. And we'll be right back after this quick break. So stay with us.
0: We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults,
1: many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values, of compassion,
0: generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com That's www.naimahlatif.com
1: you to go
2: to www.naimalatif.com. Hi, I'm Naima
0: Latif, Executive Producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio
1: hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This
0: is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together
1: as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face to face until we reach an agreement. ON AIR offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channel. Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time, and if you are watching live, you can go to the female solution on on youtube, Facebook. Uh, uh and of course you can go to the dot com to get the links to tune in to all of our video and audio platforms and today we're joining our american Muslim three sixty family and our Uh, host, Kareem Hamid. And we invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1. Do you or your organization need space for an event? Call the Quarry Event Center at 2423 East 75th Street in Chicago for your parties, banquets, award ceremonies, repasses, concerts, and business seminars available seven days a week, now under new management. Call us at the Quarry at 773-663-2557. That's 773-663-2557
2: worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Solution and get free shipping at zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit (laughs) zeldaspeaks.com.
3: Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Shinsuke Kim of the HWPL Chicago Branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
4: Oh, man, God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it.
3: Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark.
1: Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-
0: 849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-
1: 849-3456.
0: Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host, Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution.
1: We are here with our Female Solution family, and I believe we have been joined with our co-host, Kareem Hamid and our American Muslim 360 family, so we want to welcome all of you who have joined us live today on the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, and... We invite you to be a part of our discussion. Today we're taking a look at forgiveness. And this is something we want to start out the year with because some of us have been carrying anger for way too long. And we need to let it go because it's poisoning our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. So, Brother Kareem, are you with us?
5: Yes, I'm. Yes, I'm here, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, as they say. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> peace
4: be you tonight.
1: Well, peace be unto you as well. As-salamu alaykum to all of our listening and viewing audience. We appreciate you so very much because this is this is not easy. You know, uh, there are those who consider this very early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for those of us who start our day at, like, 4 a.m., this is uh, it's almost midday. <laughs> so we are grateful. And our Monday morning mindfulness host has risen up with us this morning, it says, grand, rising, beautiful, clean, sisters stars, Annie me, forgiveness is the key to healing. Yes, and she said, "Thought we'd get a chance to get him." Oh, shucks! You see people are missing your face, brother. You gotta, you gotta work that out. They, <laughs> they getting used to seeing you now.
5: I'm going to, uh, to, 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 to purchase either another computer or a, a, a tablet, so I can utilize both components. I can be on the. Studio board and also on Streamyard. Yeah. Yes, yes. The Well, you know
1: this 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 does take several different devices, and um, you know I, I've got several phones and other devices that we're working with because you know it, it takes it takes a few things to make these things happen. We're on on several different platforms, and so. It challenges all of us to grow, and we recently launched our show on our on-air radio network, which means that there's another device. That, and so that means I have to make sure all my devices are working because if any one thing doesn't, doesn't function, I'm in trouble. So I'm fumbling, you know, and that's, that's something we don't want to have to do. But, you know, it's fun because as I, when I pick up my phone in the morning, See, all of this information coming up, all these visual images, you know, all these YouTube channels and, 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 and everything and the Facebook and and uh, you've got all of the, you know, the Instagrams and the TikTok. I mean, we're constantly being fed information. And to be a part of that network of information feeders, that says a lot because people are choosing what they want to put their minds on every day. And so because we're making a conscious decision to put out information that's helpful then we're adding to the general higher vibration of planet Earth and everything we think, say, and do adds to the collective vibration of the planet. I know a lot of you all are tuned into that. Some of you are like, what is she saying? But the reality is we're all part of one collective. So everything we add is either making – It's better and more enjoyable or lesser enjoyable based on our own energy and what we're adding to the collective energy of the entire planet. So we're more important than we realize. And, you know, I heard an address the other day, the war in Israel between the Israelis and the Palestinians. And the way it was broken down, it made so much sense. It says these people are demonstrating what happens when there is no forgiveness and there is an ongoing desire for vengeance and people are living in fear of attack and so they're constantly preparing to counterattack. And this cycle just continues and continues and continues. And there's no end to it until they both choose to forgive. And it just made so much sense. And it says taking either side doesn't help because both sides are adding to the equation. So it's a challenge to us watching these events. being so upset and realizing that children shouldn't be getting killed, civilians shouldn't be getting killed, no human being should be getting killed. People shouldn't be made to suffer. People shouldn't be driven to such desperation where they're willing to kill themselves just to kill someone else. I mean, it shouldn't be happening, and we're angry and upset and frustrated. But the address that I heard from one who was very, very wise, was that we're not responsible for what's happening there. They are making that choice to not forgive, and they're demonstrating to the world what it looks like to that degree where everybody wants to hold on to their anger, and everybody wants vengeance, and everybody's living in fear of the other and deciding to continue that life. And it's a horrible life. Being in war, there's no winner in war at all. But they're choosing that, and they could just as easily choose the other way. Well, that's the same thing in all of our lives. where We're holding on to anger at someone because of something that happened, something they did, and we want them to feel the pain that they caused us. It's that same energy of unforgiveness. And who does it really hurt? In the end, it hurts yourself. So we talked about on various shows how the energy of your emotions affects your body, and so every sickness is a manifestation of your emotions. Modern science isn't telling us that because they're still making money off of our illness. But for those who have discovered that, they're able to benefit from the knowledge and change their emotional state so that their bodies can heal. But as long as you're holding on to anger at someone, you are actually attacking your own self. That's the spiritual science that we must become acquainted with so that we can stop manifesting all this cancer and heart disease and diabetes and all these things that are killing us physically. starts in an emotions. And so in looking at that, horrible demonstration
6: of unforgiveness that's happening overseas. We have to look at our own lives and think,
1: where am I holding that same energy of attack and counterattack and vengeance and fear and anger in my own life? Do I have an ex that I'm still mad at and I want to make their life miserable and drag them to court and humiliate them because suffer in their old age because I feel like they abuse me, so I'm allowing them to to
6: languish in some
1: senior home and I never go and see them and I know that they're not being treated well, but I'm so angry at them that I let them suffer? Am I so angry at a friend who I feel like betrayed me and I'm wishing them the worst and I'm seeing them going through difficulties and I'm not going to reach out a helping hand because I feel like they deserve the pain that that I see them going through? Where am I holding on to unforgiveness and willing to let someone else suffer because I feel like they deserve it? And do I realize actually a sickness I'm directing at myself? So we want to talk about that today because a whole lot of people are hanging on to anger and unforgiveness
5: and not allowing no to heal. Yes. You know, concerning the occupied Palestine and the Palestinians and the Zionist government in uh, so-called Israel, my question is, what did the Palestinian ever do to you to cause such anger toward the Palestinians? Uh, it was mainly the area of Europe that Jews were discriminated against very uh, uh, very seriously. They point to exterminate them. That happened in Europe. The Arabs had no hand in that. Matter of fact, there were Jews already living among Arabs in occupied Palestine, and they were at peace. There were Muslims, Christians, and Jews that shared that area, Palestine, and. The Palestinians opened up their doors, opened up their arms to those that were seeking refuge from the, the their bad treatment in Europe. Uh, it's one thing to accept someone's hospitality, but once you get there, then don't turn against your host, you know? Um, this anger that we see coming from out of this that they use such language that is very very uh, harsh concerning Arabs and other people um, this is not coming from the Judaic religion this hatred is not coming from Uh, God-fearing Jews. This hatred is coming from an element among them that seek wealth and power at all costs with no consequence, no regret. So what is the original sin that the Arab committed against the Zionist Jews? I'll answer for you, nothing. Um, You know, they are keep uh, God-fearing people are to stand up boldly for justice, to stand up boldly, not mealy-mouthed, not hitting around the edges, but speak directly to the application and the creation of justice. We continuously hear the solution being a two-state solution. Now, that doesn't make sense to me. If someone breaks into my home, no, if someone takes over half of my home, half of my home, the kitchen, the living room, dining room, and I'm confined to less and less space of my own home, why should I be expected to reward them with half of what they stole from me? That just doesn't make sense. That's not justice. That is not justice. So uh, there have been peaceful demonstrations against When this happened to the Palestinians and their wives and their children, and they were met with violence, with violence. So the solution is not just give the thief half. He has the ability to go back where he came from or either agree to live in peace with. With your host The Palestinians were host to these people And they Stabbed the Palestinians In the back They had huge Backup from the United States and Great Britain And they began To expand Their territory Until now there's just a small Sliver of land That's designated being inhabited by Palestinians, so we want to roll over and ignore justice. Uh, so I, I'll I'll stop right there. But that there's a, a history connected to what is taking place by these people that have no value of life, none at all. Uh, uh, that uh, or mistreating the hosts that invited them into their home and ran them out of their home, took their homes away from them. So that two-state solution, that's a trick to ignore the original crime, to ignore the original crime. There has to be a solution that brings about justice. Now, as far as forgiveness, there's something. There's so much. We as Muslims, we are to not hold a grudge for beyond three days. You know we're. But if if the person is continuously harming you, then you have the responsibility to fight back. You have the responsibility to fight back. They chased you out of your home. They turned you out. They occupied your possession. So as long as the a battle rages, then uh, I am to try to bring about justice. And if that's very important. That's why we see all these wars over the earth, the lack of justice and forgiveness. You know, I read the... Uh, out of the ninth surah or chapter of the Quran entitled Tayyabah. Tayyaba means repentance. Repentance. So if I'm angry and I'm carrying that anger with me uh, uh, beyond three days, oh, it, it has developed into years and eventually it begins to shape and to shape me It takes a life of its own To begin to, come for, to Change me oh, Almighty God Has made a bargain With the believers And this is The 111th Ayah verse I see Christians with God For their uh, uh, cursed, uh, Satan God has purchased Other believers their person, and their goods. For theirs is the garden of paradise. They fight in his call and slay on a slain, a promise binding on him in truth through the the law, the gospel, and the Quran. And who is more faith to his covenant than God? They rejoice in the bargain which you have concluded, that is the achievement supreme. Those that turn to God in repentance, that serve him and praise him, that wonder in devotion to the cause of God, that bow down and and submit themselves, prostrate themselves in prayer, that enjoy good and forbid evil, and observe the limits, and observe the limits set by God. So proclaim the glad tidings to the believers. Uh, This, surely Almighty God has shared the truth with us. This, Sura, this chapter is called repentance. But we are dealing with the subject matter, forgiveness. What does repentance have to do with, Forgiveness. Well, if you are not, if you don't have a forgiving heart, if you have not moved to the position of forgiveness, then you are disobeying the dictates of Almighty God. He says, do not remain angry or hold a grudge beyond three days. So if I have done that, if 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 I'm carrying this bad feeling forward within inside of me, then I need to repent for that. I need to repent for holding that anger and that that grudge, for it is it, it is shaping me. So I have to repent for that. Anytime you carry it on for years and years, you are being formed, ill-formed, malformed. That becomes who you are when you hold that within your heart and your mind. So we have to repent and seek refuge with Almighty God, forgive the wrongs, and as Almighty God says, prostrate yourself, submit yourselves in prayer, and enjoin good, good, and forbid the evil. Forbid the evil from even coming into me. Forbid the evil for even shaping me. The evil that was done or whatever reason that I'm holding on to this anger. It is forming me, and I have to observe. And God says here, and observe the limits set by God. Three days. In three days, observe the limits set by God. And then God says, these do rejoice. So proclaim the glad tidings to the believers. I'll start right there.
1: Well, those are the guidelines we should be following when it comes to how long you hold on to anger, and yet we see decades, even centuries-old conflicts throughout the world, and there is a reason for that, but we'll talk about that. We've got to take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll share a few comments, and, of course, we've got some callers on the line. And you can call in, 515-605-9891, 515-605-9325. And, of course, you can listen in on the on-air network, 727-731-5192. And we want to hear from you because your voice matters as we talk about forgiveness. Who do you need to reconcile with this new year? You want to start out with a clean slate. It's probably been more than three days you've been holding this, Anger towards someone who has wronged you. And we just heard how that harms you when you hold anger at someone else. So how do you let it go, especially if their behavior has not changed? That is the challenge. We'll be right back after this quick break, so stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be right back, so stay with us. And of course, those who are listening online want to call in. We encourage you
6: to make that call. And as always, we appreciate you for your involvement as part of this process. And we want you to be a part of the solution. And we are on multiple platforms today. So, of course, you are able to go to our website. And that's www.thefemalesolution.com. And we are back. Let's go to one more quick break. unmuted
5: And we are back. Myra?
6: Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. And we are you know,
5: back. concerning being angry at our parents. Almighty God says to us in the Quran, uh, keep good company with your parents. Keep good company with their parents. Don't use an expression of disgust towards your your parents. Honor them. Keep good company with them. God says, even if they invite you to worship a God other than me, don't follow them in that company with your parents, for they are the ones that nurtured you. Through struggle upon struggle, your mother gave birth to you. So we have, we have to forgive our parents. They made mistakes like we are making, have made, and will make mistakes. But we are not to carry a long-term grudge and anger toward those that nurtured us when we could not help ourselves. We have to let that go.
1: I think that is a challenge for people who may have been raised by parents that were less than ideal. There are people who are still holding on to anger at parents who may have been abusive and neglectful and absent. How do you deal with that anger and uh, that's one of the things that people have to take a look at, especially when we get to the point where the roles are reversed, and you are the one who is the caretaker, and you may still be harboring resentment. you might feel like well why should i why should I take care of this this father that was never there for me and maybe I, I hear him doing poorly and in a nursing home and, and, and maybe had an amputation and you know, all these different things, health is failing, but what's in my heart? Am I able to forgive the fact that he may not have been the ideal parent because of whatever he was going through, or am I allowing him to suffer, feeling like, well, he doesn't deserve my love. He was not there for me. I mean, there are people who are going through that right now, and in their hearts they're feeling justified at letting someone go through pain because that person they felt abused or neglected them. So yes, the the scriptures tell us how we are to treat parents, but there are people today in their middle age years that now are needed by their parents and they're choosing not to supply the help because they're still harboring unforgiveness. How does how does one reconcile that in their own hearts when that parent who either was not there or perhaps was abusive is now an elder and in need of help? And you might not feel that empathy. How does a person change how they feel inside?
5: Uh, you know, Naima, um, we... We have to call to mind, we have to call to mind what formed the parent that was uh, abusive to me. Was that parent born like that? No. Are the circumstances and situations negatively affect them to the degree? that they, that they harmed me. You know, in the Quran, God says to us to speak to those that worship other than him, to call them to the worship of the creator of one God. And God says in the, the response from those that have no, that do not adhere to that, they say, We shall follow the ways of our fathers. We shall follow the ways of our fathers. And God asked the question, will you follow your fathers when they had no knowledge? When they had no knowledge? Now, will I imitate the behavior of my parents that don't have the understanding that we have now, we have grown. Will I take on that same behavior when they were acting from a position of no knowledge? Will I copy that? Shall I continue that? That will form inside of me. And and without me knowing, I will be, become to a degree to a degree that which i'm harboring in my heart that is what i will become so our parents they what example did they have what modeling what model did they have who could 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 they look to as an example our parents had no knowledge They only carried out the behavior that was placed upon them and displayed in front of them. They made mistakes. But if we have grown and we recognize that this was harmful to me, then I have to forgive my parents because they didn't do that to themselves. They didn't do that to themselves. They were born in an unnatural environment an unnatural set of behavior was displayed on them and in front of them so realizing that we have to forgive them as the scripture says for they know not what they do so don't let that form you don't you can Stop the cycle right now. Because you are be becoming that. Anytime you want to punish an, uh, an elderly parent, you have become that. And like I read in the Quran this morning, the this, Surah Atayobah, repentance. I have to repent. For be, for allowing myself to become that which I abhor, that which I uh, really don't uh, agree with or like, I have to re. I have to forgive them for they know not what they do. I stop right there. We 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 have grown. Praise be to Almighty God. We have grown to make the connections now. We know what happened to us. We know what happened to us. And we have to make the correction. And it, it begins with self, with self. Yes, I don't want to walk definitely. around with a good heart, the rest of my life. What a, that is committing suicide. You are, are, are committing self-murder your true self, your true self is not a self that is unforgiving. Your true self is not a self that carries a grudge and anger. So once we come into understanding, understanding, then forgiveness must follow that and let us not continue or emulate the behavior that caused us so much harm. We have to be willing to forgive and repent. Repentance. Very important. Mm,
1: Easier said than done, I'm sure many people are thinking. We've got a few comments here on our Facebook and YouTube channels. Uh, Jeremy Swift says, good morning and happy New Year. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate all that you do. And you know we've got people on the line that want to speak, and we want to certainly open their mics in a, in a in a moment. You've spoken of a spiritual principle, but everybody who's angry at somebody feels that their anger is justified, and that's where they get stuck. You have people who are stuck at that level of whether it's vengeance because someone harmed them and they can't see themselves allowing that person to experience good when that person caused them pain. And then you have people who feel that others are worthy of whatever hurt they're giving them. You have parents that are angry at children. Maybe the children didn't, Follow the path that you approve of. The parents that are angry at the daughter that got pregnant in her teen years and didn't finish school and, and so they withheld their financial support from her and they see her struggling and they're angry and feel like, well, that's what you deserve because you went out there and decided to do your own thing and live the way you wanted to live. Well, you just suffer the consequences. And they're feeling justified in doing that. I I know families who consider themselves very religious families. And they pray. And they fast. And they read the Holy Quran. They do all of that. But if a daughter ends up going in a different direction than what they consider appropriate, they feel justified in disowning her, allowing her to struggle, feeling that she has shamed the family. I'm watching families do this all the time. And they're believing that they are right. And in their self-righteousness, they allow their child and their grandchildren to suffer without financial help or support because they feel that this person disobeyed God and therefore they deserve what they get. And so they're feeling justified in withholding their assistance. What do you say to families like that? And we all know many of them, and we see them every day, and they feel justified. And their anger and unforgiveness at a family member that they feel shamed them in some way, and so they allow them to hurt. So, what do you say to those people?
5: You know, uh, <laughs> you you know, there is instruction given. There is guidance given. But whether the individual choose to follow that that's on, that, they are, a, they are exercising their free will uh, uh, because a thing is right and just does not mean that the individual will follow along that line, will follow along that line. God gives us mercy and guidance whether we follow it or not. Is not an indictment on the, the warning or the guidance that's given. Some people just will not let go. Some people just will not let go. Uh, and uh, uh, you know you can can love a person right where they're at. I can love you from a distance, but I do love you. I care about you. But I won't put myself in an environment that is harmful to me. Almighty God says to us to stand up against those that cease, that cease the infraction that they are committing against you, that they are committing against you, as long as they are continuously doing that. Yeah, I can forgive you, but I don't condone the act. I don't condone the act. But you as a person, I know that is not who you really are. We we have been negatively affected by a narrative that oppresses our humanity. So the idea is that I, I won't join you in that. I forgive you, and I want to continue on with a positive heart, a positive mind, not carrying this burden of of uh, revenge, regret, uh, regret, grievance. That is who you become. That is who you. The, a person that you're hating on, they don't feel that. You're only harming yourself, especially when it comes to parents. Especially when it comes to parents. Send them. Let them sit and talk with me for a short while, and we can make the necessary, intelligent connection so that they can arrive in a position of forgiveness. Forgiveness. For we are influenced by the environment that we live in, the situations we are in, and even the behavior of our parents can alter our original self, our original nature. So I understand that. I understand that. They didn't raise themselves. They didn't form that thought within them. That comes from outside of them. That's not their true self. So realizing that and knowing that I can forgive you, but I will not put myself in a situation that you can harm me. I recognize what has happened to you, and I don't want that to continuously to negatively affect me especially in relationship with my children in relationship with with family and friends i don't want to bring a hard heart to that relationship relationships are sacred they are sacred do not violate them and we have a relationship with everything so so don't allow uh an infraction on you To dwell and grow And live inside of you And take you away from Your original position Your original nature uh, We and are As matter of fact God said Do not become angry The prophet Muhammad Has said That God has said Praise, Prayers and peace be upon Our beloved prophet Do not become angry If you are angry then sit down. Let your heart kind of, you know, ease itself. <laughs> if you're still angry, and God says, go for it and lay down. Lay down. Now you are putting your heart and your head on the same level. Mm, that's interesting.
7: If,
5: but if you are still angry, God says, being being made separation for prayer and pray now, where is when, as Muslims, when we pray, we place our heads on the floor, and our heart, praise be to God, is above our head, our heart our heart that's the seat of intention that yes. is our is our true position. Put the head on the floor. Submit that grievous thinking. And allow your heart to live. You are getting ready to enter into communication with the Creator. Don't bring a lowly heart. Uh do not stand in prayer in a position of intoxication. And intoxication is not just the drinking of alcohol and drugs. We can become intoxicated by occurrences, influences, environment, everything that we come in contact with. Absolutely. To approach prayer, to approach prayer, with a mind and a heart that is begrudging, how far do we think that prayer is going? To so we will become angry, but do not act on anger, mm. because when we act on, anger, we lose control. We do things without thinking. We cause great harm to ourselves and others. Reach a position of peace before you act. Don't just I'm angry. That 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 that's why I did such and such a thing. Well, you will become angry, but there is a remedy that I just shared with you on how to release that anger and return back to a balance. A balance. Uh, a balanced way of being. The heart balances the mind, and the mind balances the heart.
2: And we don't want our
5: heart to become begrudging, uh, walking around with revenge in our heart because it enters our mind. And what enters our mind can influence our behavior. Absolutely. And we are not harm someone. But mainly we are harming ourselves. Where we hold on to anger and grudges, we have to repent Well, you know, that oh, is... We have someone here on the
1: line yeah. on the Yeah, we got to take another quick break, and then we'll come back and take calls. And uh, if you're listening online, we want you to join this conversation. Give us a call, 515-605-9891 or 515-605-9325, or 727-731-5192 on the on-air radio network. And we will be right back after this quick break to take your calls. And we ask you, who do you need to reconcile with this new year? We'll be right back after this quick break, so stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment, so stay with us.
6: And we will continue this conversation. Of
1: course, you can continue to listen in and call in, and you can follow us on Facebook and YouTube. Just go to The Female Solution on Facebook or The Female Solution on YouTube. And write in your comments or call in, and we'll take your calls after the break.
6: And one more break.
1: <laughs> Unmuted. And we are coming back from our commercial break. And we want you all to call in 515-605-9325 or 515-605-9891. And, of course, Uh, Again, join us on our Facebook and YouTube channels, and we've got a few that are making comments we'll share with you. Well, we thank you all for being with us on this Thursday, no, Wednesday morning. (laughs) Getting my days mixed up, the holiday on a Monday always throws me off. So I believe we're back with our co-hosts and our American Muslim 360 family as we talk about forgiveness. We've got some callers on your switchboard and some on the Female Solutions switchboard. So, of course, uh, you can take your callers and get their comments. And we'll continue
5: our discussion on forgiveness. Okay. Air code 779-770. Please state your name and where you're calling from, please.
1: I'm I'm sorry, I didn't hear the name again. Can you tell us your name again? Hashim Ah, Thank you for joining us, sir. We appreciate you.
3: Yes, uh, Sister Naima, every time you look at a response to Brother uh, Kareem, he already gave the answer to it. And that Tyrone Davis said many, many years ago, he can't him back in the hands of time, to let have to move forward. Once he gave a, uh, gave a program for his family, he invited his family, all his family over, and he one statement he made was, uh, I will give you a second chance as a grandmother. As a grandfather, correct your, your behavior with your parents. you got good grandchildren now. Correct your behavior. Dude. Don't commit those same mistakes. Do it all over again. Take the second chance. And uh, you know, I am with what Tyrone Davis said: there. Five, five hits words. You can't come back to the time. have to move forward. I'll for someone. Well, they can tell well, they well, they so much. Uh,
1: before I open the mic, to our uh, the next caller on our line, I, I'm I'm reflecting on a family that I'm observing, you know. And they feel justified in in what they've done, and and so well, I'll, I'll I'll tell you about that. After, let me take the caller because it's a it's a bit of a story, and it could go into a whole another discussion. So let me just go to uh, let's see, we've got uh. 314-833, uh, you had your hand up, and then 312-632 will come to you. 314-833, uh, do you have a comment? Uh, state your name, where you're calling from, and your comment. I think they may have to step away from the phone. Okay, so let me go to area code 312-632. <laughs>
8: I'm Admiral Nelson Bay, up. as you well know. And to your yes, point, um, Sister Naim, uh, I have completely um, forgiven the scoundrels in my house at night one 10 Uh because I thought that Master Farrad Muhammad was about to zap this planet. You see, when I would say, Almighty God, Allah, who appeared in the person of Master Farad Muhammad, long awaited Messiah of Judeo-Christians and the the Muslims. What's the brother uh, Lionel Abdul Haq? He doesn't believe that. Well, whether he believes it or not, I believe it and I know it to be true. And that is, (laughs) and, 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 and so, um, uh, We've been given so much incorrect, actionable intelligence. And it's important that what we say aloud doesn't mischaracterize who we are. In fact, and I am who I am. I'm America's black Hitler. And when the person tells you who they are, you should believe them. And the problem is, the people's hearts are impure and they backbite and they are vain, essentially worthless people. That's why they're subject to being destroyed. Anytime Almighty God Allah, who appeared in the person of Master Fard Muhammad, by the way, long-awaited Messiah of the Judeo-Christians and the Matthew, the Muslims notwithstanding what anybody thinks it is what it is (laughs) that's that's my that's my commentary what would you have me speak on right now
1: well i thank you for your commentary and i think that your point of view brings up an issue that we have to take a look at which is how do people choose to treat you if they disagree with your thoughts. And that is at the foundation of our religious conflicts. People believing that if you don't see God or religion or philosophy in the way that I see it, I am justified in hurting you. And as we spoke about earlier, the conflict between the Palestinians, And the Israelis, there is no logical reason for people who are living in a space on this earth to be fighting over who should get the space and who should not. The earth is spacious enough for every living being to be sustained on it, and yet people are literally killing each other because they differ in philosophy and they differ and who deserves to have a space of land. And as Brother Kareem pointed out, you had people coming to a land that had been inhabited for centuries by people and believing that they had a right to take it over. For what purpose? And they say, well, we're God's chosen people. Who said so? Well, you're saying so yourself. Okay, how does that make it right? How does that make that true, you know? So we're looking at people committing justice, commit atrocities, commit crimes, and say, well, you know, God said we could do this because we're God's chosen people. Everybody who on earth is God's chosen people. We're all chosen. We're all chosen to have this life experience. And everybody has the free will to conceive of God however they choose. Does anybody have a right to kill you because they disagree with your thoughts and beliefs? Of course not. And yet people are doing it every day. And it starts with the thought that you should be harmed because you're different. Now, the story I'm going to tell, which is a great segue, I'm looking at a family who's very religious. And they're, you know, a praying family. They go to the worship services and all of that. But one of their children came out of the closet (laughs) as a homosexual their son who has a male companion, his intimate partner. Well this family is very angry and disgusted and told him he's no longer welcome to come around the family. Uh, He's not to bring his companion around the family. They cut off communications with him and They're talking about how he's going to hell because he is an abomination and all of these things. And they feel justified in treating their son this way because they said he wasn't raised this way. He's choosing to shame us. He's choosing to live this horrible lifestyle. He's choosing to follow the devil. Well, we're going to keep him away from the rest of the family. We don't want him around the the, the children, the grandchildren. We don't want him bringing that filth around us. He's choosing to be indecent, so we're choosing to shun him, and we're right. And they feel very strongly about this. So they don't want the siblings of this particular brother to bring their children around him, so they don't want him to, they feel, influence his nieces and nephews from his siblings that he grew up with, and they're very angry at him, and they basically have disowned him and do not want his presence around the family, and they feel that they are justified. He recently had some kind of an illness and went to the hospital. They did not visit him. His, his male companion was there. But they were not. And they were quite disgusted that his male companion was there by his side and you know, came in and was there to nurse him back to health and all of that. And what they saw was a an abominable relationship that they're not going to acknowledge or dignify. That's what they have said. And they feel strongly about this. So For those who are saying, well, what is the spiritually correct way that you should treat your child, even if your child is living a lifestyle that you don't agree with, don't understand, don't approve of, what is the spiritually correct way to treat your child? Now, people who are spiritual or people who claim to follow a spiritual belief have differing opinions about this based on what they believe that God says about people who practice homosexuality. There are some who are believing that the family is right to shun their son. There are some who are believing that the family should love their son unconditionally, even though, as you just said, brother, people have a right to define who they are. So do you have a right to treat someone badly if you don't like how they have defined themselves? Do you have the right to treat someone badly if you don't like what they think in their minds about the Creator? Do you have a right to allow them to suffer even if you could help them because you don't like who they've chosen to be? So that's the question. So, Brother Kareem, what are are your thoughts on that? Is that family correct in, in, in dismissing their son from their lives? Because according to what they professed as a spiritual belief, this person is disobeying God and therefore deserves whatever wrath comes upon them.
5: What are your thoughts on that? You know, we're not to condemn the person. The act, we condemn the act. But we're not to, we don't have a hell to, Put human beings in. Uh, You you know, you can abhor the act, but don't hate the person that have been uh, that uh, is committing this act. Um, um, Praise be to Almighty God. I I love my children, and. that love goes beyond their behavior. That, that love goes far beyond their behavior. And uh, Almighty God has given us free will, free will. Dino kum wali that means to you be your way, and to me be mine, and to me be mine. Uh, I would not banish I would not banish a family member uh, I may not agree with your lifestyle, but I love you, but no one thing never doubt that I love you you know we have to to uh uh stay connected with our beginning uh that little chubby, beautiful child that came from our loins come here just as beautiful and innocent and loving and fat little jaws and round, fat little tummy just as innocent and sweet as can be. That is who that person truly is. Now, we take on other behaviors as we evolve. And some of them may be incorrect behavior. But that original nature, that original child is yet there. I love him or I love her. I do not condone the lifestyle that that they have chosen for themselves. But I will not push them away from me. If I'm of great help, then I should stay in communication with them. As a way of help Of helping them Not just cut them off Uh, There is an incident In the life of Our beloved Prophet Muhammad He prayed the prayers and the peace Upon him He heard One of his closest companions Abu Bekr. Abu um, Bekr's uncle Had not accepted The religion Al-Islam and the Prophet Muhammad, peace, prayer, peace be upon him, heard Abu Bakr say, "Now Abu Abu Bakr had wealth, and he took care of his family. He used he utilized his wealth, taking care of him for his uncles and, and, and cousins. He took care of the whole family." And the Prophet Muhammad, prayers and peace be upon him, heard Abu Ubekr say, because his uncle had not accepted Al Islam that he was going to cut him off. He was going to cut him off from financial assistance. The Prophet Muhammad, prayers and peace be upon him, interceded and said to Abu Abbekr, No, don't do that. Uh uh you should not cut him off from the favor that you've been giving the family, you know? That's how how sacred the blood ties of relationships are. The Prophet Muhammad prohibited him from cutting his uncle off. So likewise, our children, our friends, our friends uh I don't have to, how can I say, partake in your lifestyle. But know that I care about you. I love you and will always love you. But I don't condone the life that you have chosen for yourself. You have the right to choose the life that you want for yourself. And likewise, to me be my way and to me be your, and, and to you. Be yours, but know for a fact that I love and I care about you. That's the position we must take. We cannot decide for individuals. We cannot decide for, for people. Just give them the proper instruction. And don't follow up behind them to see if they are, are, are following the suggestion that you gave them. no. Just say a word to the right. Give them the, a guidance and move on. But never sever that relationship tie, the, the, the mystical ties of blood relationship. For a chance, they may see the error of their ways and change and repent. And you would like to be present. If that takes place, if not, then love them anyway. That's my position on that. That's my position on that. We have to have forgiveness. And then, how, how many of us have made mistakes? How, how many of us have been in error and, and uh, had to change some things in our life? Uh, uh, uh we come here knowing nothing, and we enter this environment that's su- that suggests a whole lot of ideas to us and sometimes we uh move along those ideas and find that oh no that's that's not no, that's, I'm not benefiting from that, so we have to let people be who. Whoever you say you are, I believe you. That is the challenge. Simply exactly loving you and forgive you. For well, that, that, that's we can't run. We can't control other people's lives. We have to manage our own. And don't ah. let our hearts deviate. Don't let our hearts deviate after yes. God has placed it. On the right path God says don't let your hatred Of another people Cause you to swerve Off of the right path Off of the proper disposition That you should have With soul, heart, body and mind As a believing person Don't Let that affect you like that So So that's my position On that So
1: now This is the challenge that we have everybody who's believing something is believing that their belief is the belief that's correct and other people are incorrect and people are believing that unless you follow my belief you don't deserve to have what I have the base of the conflict that we're seeing
5: Naima I think we lost audio from you Naima is your mic on mute uh,
4: talk of speak against that Allah has sent to speak against that behavior, I never read where they were mean to the people or they killed the people. i never seen anything like that. So, and with you explaining this morning, it brings us to that type of, um, it would bring me to that type of patience. Unmuted. To have, you know, have patience because you just get, sometimes people are so intolerant of things that they have, you know, they don't have no patience with it. And it's like, get away from me, don't, you know, you know, and just want to treat them harsh. But you have to remember, Allah says, don't treat people harshly. You know what I'm saying? That's Allah's word. Leave him to deal, all of us are his servants. Leave him to deal with that. And you be the best of manner that we can be. And that's what I got out this morning of you all, saw. So. Commentary on this particular subject, and I appreciate you so kindly. And may Allah continue you all to keep up this great work and um, <laughs> bringing us peace and understanding and having patience with a lot. Of, yeah, you're right. It's a lot of injustice going on in society. I think about Israel and Hamas and how they are acting. I'm like, I've not heard anyone on either side bring up a bring up Allah and say you know, whatever they're dealing with, why aren't you all at the table passionate out with the, with the revelation rather than they don't destroy, just tow up the place? And all you can look behind you and see is destruction. Now, hey, how is that we saying we the servants of Allah, being obedient to him, and then we, we doing this type of destruction? I, 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 again, I appreciate you all very, very dearly and for being able to have this broadcast and bring this type of information and patience to our hearts, bringing us patience with your insight and thought that Allah has given you. Thank you so kind brother. man, And you too, uh, Naima Lati. Keep up the great work. As-salamu alaykum. Salaam, Thank you,
1: you, so you so much. For for your commentary, and and uh, we apologize for any temporary uh, sound delay. uh, As Brother Kareem was mentioning, you know we we're using all communication platforms, and that means that if one thing doesn't work, we'll go to the next thing and go to the next thing. And that's why we've launched the on-air radio network as one of the platforms that we. Uh, peer on, on a female solution, and we are intent on making sure that we stay connected so that we can continue to share ideas and grow in our understanding. And as I hope you all were writing when Brother Green gave you the, the, the conference call number uh, so that all of those who are connected on American Muslim 360 can stay connected and continue the dialogue Our goal is for us as a human collective to raise our consciousness so that we are living in peace. And all of us are contributing to that eventuality with whatever energetic expression we are choosing for ourselves. I mentioned earlier the fact that we're all part of the one collective, and each of us is contributing something with our thoughts, our words, and our actions. So if a person in their heart, and Brother Kimmy mentioned the heart earlier, if if in our minds we're thinking negative, in our hearts we're feeling negative, in our words we're speaking negative, we're contributing energetically to that negative situation that we hate so much happening overseas. We're contributing our energy to the negative if we are in our own hearts judging and condemning someone and believing that they deserve ill treatment because we don't agree with them. That's what that energy is. That's what they're expressing. They're showing what it looks like when it gets to the extreme where someone believes that another people are not God's favorite people and therefore deserve to not have what they have, and someone angry at other people who have done them wrong, and want vengeance, and both sides not being willing, as the sister just said, to sit down and look at the instructions that we've all been given by our creator to be loving and kind. They're choosing not to do that. They're choosing instead to enact violence on each other. And it comes from the energy of their thoughts about each other not being what they believe God says you should be. You should be like us. If you're not like us, then we need to eliminate you. Oh, you did this to us? Well, we're going to show you how it feels to be in pain. So that's that energy of unforgiveness, judgment, resentment, anger, unforgiveness. That's what it looks like when it gets to the extreme. Do we want to contribute to that with our own energy towards someone that we have not forgiven because we don't think, They're living right or they're looking right or they're acting right or we don't like what they did to us. We don't like how they treated us. We think they deserve to suffer. All of that that we're feeling towards someone else in our lives, we're contributing to that energy of unforgiveness and cruelty. So do we want to have a negative energy that we're contributing to this pain And unending suffering Or do we want to bring a healing energy of love And reconciliation If we reconcile with someone in our lives That we're angry with Do you understand that we're actually Helping that situation over there Be closer to peace Because we're adding the energy of peace To the atmosphere We're adding to the collective mind Understand the science of spirituality. Why are we praying five times a day if it's not manifesting in peace within and peace in our treatment of others who may be different than us? That's the challenge that we have, to manifest the energy of the teachings that we have received so that we can create the peace in our world. If you followed it, The way it should be followed, in the spirit of it, we would be manifesting peace in our world, beginning in our own lives, in our own relationships. So who in your life do you need to reconcile with this new year so that you can add to the energy of peace on earth? Think about it. We've got a couple of comments. Uh, Yes, and then we've got a couple of comments this year. Go right ahead.
5: Yes, um Almighty God shares with us in the Quran, highly praised be he, speaking to the Prophet Muhammad, prayers and peace be upon him, and us, and us the dependents of the Creator. God says to our beloved Prophet Muhammad and to us through him that if you had dealt harshly with them, In other words, the people that he was bringing the message to, if you had dealt harshly with them, they would have left you. They would have left you out from around you. Now, we know that at the outset, the uh, alcohol was consumed heavily among the Arabs. They were a very, uh, I would say, uncouth people. They uh, had insensitivity to matters of importance. They had 347 gods that, that they worshipped. And for those that adhered to the call of the Prophet Muhammad, they were yet still drinking. They were yet still
7: uh,
5: uh, drinking. And here is how Almighty God dealt with that, utilizing our beloved Prophet Muhammad. Allah says to tell them, do not approach prayer with a befalled mind. Now, we know as Muslims, we pray five times a day. Do not approach prayer with an intoxicated, befogged mind. That's a gentle nudge. That's a gentle nudge toward ceasing the imbibing of alcohol. Then as we move forward, Almighty God conveys to us that alcohol, And gambling are the tools of Satan. Now, Allah came very gently first. Do not approach prayer with an intoxicated mind. Then Allah speaks directly to the harm and the subject matter, as he was the author of that, that intoxicants and gambling, or the tools of Satan. So you see how gently Allah deals with us? Allah says he does not wish to put you in, in difficulty. His desire is that you be purified, that you be purified. So Almighty God gently moves us toward that position of being purified to uh, call us from ways that taint or spoil our human nature. Allah deals gently with us. He's not a, hey, I'm going to throw a lightning bolt and strike all of y'all down. That's not God. No, that's not God. God is so only being the God.
1: Huh? So now that being the case, if we understand that our Creator shows us what is the best way in our best interest, but then it's still our free will to choose, the challenge that we have when we have societies that enforce certain behaviors, and the ideal is that people follow good rules because they have understanding. And that's the way we should raise our children, to first give them understanding. When you give people understanding, then they do what's in their best interest, which is to remain sane and sober so that they can make clear-headed decisions. But you may have people who don't have that understanding, and so they choose to become intoxicated. And we know that there are some societies where punishment for intoxication or drug use or whatever can be very harsh. The feeling is we have to protect people from you until you get understanding. So that's that's the that's the challenge that we have in having a society where people are at different levels of development and understanding and those who don't understand do things that are harmful to themselves and others. And so how do we protect people from those people who don't understand? We got a couple of comments, and then I want to open the, the mic for another caller. Uh, our Monday right, morning yeah. mindfulness host says yeah, yeah, yeah. That
6: we got a caller there.
1: Okay, we want to make sure we get them them in as well. And Zelda says forgiveness is for your own good mental health. The person whom you're holding ill feelings for most likely has forgotten about such incidences, and you're still carrying the negative energy of the experience. Forgive yourself first. And that, that's definitely wise because a lot of times you're angry if somebody do not even know that you're angry and you're still holding all of that negative energy in yourself. And Viada, our Friday and Sunday host, says, I pressed one on the, okay, she says, "Allah's mentioned daily and numerous YouTube conversations about war in the Middle East. Uh, I had a conversation here in Atlanta with my nephew's girlfriend about her back pain. In conclusion, she has been holding on to a lot of unforgiveness. Yes, there are parts of the body that manifest pain when you're holding on to anger and unforgiveness. And uh, I recommend people just Google Louise Hay and uh, the emotional cause of illness, and every single <laughs> illness is connected to an emotion. We need to know that so that we can be aware of how our feelings are affecting our thoughts. So uh, she mentioned that yeah, people are talking about a lot of time. People are killing each other, going, Allah, oh, God is great and feeling like God is, is, is backing them up as they murder uh another person who with whom they can't sit down and talk and agree. So, uh one one more comment before I you know, we open the mic. I heard a presentation recently another wise being sharing information that explains on the earth right now, we have two different kinds of souls. We have the old souls, those who have much life experience, and they understand compassion, and they understand love, and they understand forgiveness. They understand the the instructions we've been given by our creator, and they're living by those. And then we have the other souls, the new souls, that don't have much life experience. And so they still don't understand compassion. So those are the ones that are fighting and warring and doing self-destructive. What's happening on the earth right now? The two different energies, the ones who know and the ones who don't know. And the ones who don't know don't know they don't know. So they're creating the destruction. It's like having having children and adults in the same uh, room, and you've got the children that are running around throwing things, and you have the adults that are that are – having uh, organized uh, quarterly conversation, you have two different energies. So how do you influence the children that are screaming and running around acting crazy? Well, if you start screaming at them, then you're doing what, you're, what they're doing. Like you mentioned earlier, Brother Kareem, you become what they become instead of, them, instead of you influencing them. So our job as the mature soul who understand compassion is to demonstrate it. So that we can influence the ones who don't know. But we can't influence them by becoming what they are because then everybody's out of order. That's the great challenge that we have. And that's what's happening on the earth right now. So those of us who know better must do better so we can demonstrate better, so we can influence others to be better.
4: So uh I you know, do there believe is
5: some group good- coming out of There is some good coming out of this display of inhuman behavior, of barbarity. Uh, There is a, you know, ideas are powerful. Even a bad idea has power. A good idea has power. And the idea of Zionism, of Zionism, I'm wondering do we truly understand what that means?
4: zionism that's an Here's
5: unconscious the idea. Thought. Right, right yeah well we hear, we hear these words but we don't look up definition. in definition is direction so i have done somewhat of a very short surface level study of zionism we attach Zionism to the religion of Judaism, and that is not they are not compatible. Mm-hmm. The majority of God fearing Jews, the majority of God-fearing Jews, we see them, they have come out in the public, and they are disavowing the behavior of the Zionists. Zion, the idea of Zionism did not get its birth among people that we identify as Jews. It did not get its birth there. Zionism got its birth from Christian thought. From Christian thought. There was a Bible produced, by a man whose last name is Schofield. Schofield. Mm-hmm. And in that Bible is where you find the passage of Zionism that for Jesus Christ, prayers and peace be upon him, will not return until the Jews have full control in the area we call Jerusalem, then the coming Messiah shall come. So they are, you hear the term Christian Zionism, Mm -hmm. and we see a bad idea bearing fruit. It's causing those that accept that to foster on, to push forth the complete control of the area we call Palestine, under Jewish governorship or Jewish heads, so they are supporting the idea of Zionism. And but what what they fail to understand is that in those scriptures, it mentions that when He returns, and that we pray the prayers and the peace of, of on our prophet Jesus that. They will kill the majority of Jews and and give them the choice of being Christian or not. That is the heart. You cannot establish a state or, or a position anywhere on the earth that is representative of a religious sect. God is not a real estate developer. Absolutely. Well, the, the promised land and the holy land is not a geographical location. It's a state of being. It is a position and a position of the soul, the heart, and the mind.
1: Absolutely.
5: That's so beautifully put, it's my brother. That. I, definitely.
1: That is where I it think. is we got a couple of callers uh, we might be able to squeeze in before we go. Uh, 407-701 and then 773-450. You've got about a minute before we have to wrap up. Go right ahead. I believe we've got a there on the line. Who is down there in Georgia? Uh,
3: Thank you, name. I actually wrote my comment. Uh, on oh, okay. The, on, yeah, I, yeah I did read it, yeah.
1: I don't know
3: if you have another and, statement uh, you want to add it. But to back up what Brother uh, – Karim just said Zionism is also white supremacy because um, what they stand for, but all over the world, these Zionists are in our government. They are promoting war for the industrial military complex. So Zionism is. I'm, I'm glad he brought that up because it's something we should all study and be aware of because it's everywhere. It's in, yes. You have black people who are promoting Zionism. So it's a really complicated topic. But for me, it has become uh, a representative of white supremacy. They believe that uh, they should be the chosen ones. That's why Netanyahu, who some call Satan, Yahoo, is, uh continuing his genocide because he believes he's the chosen one, which is such a lie. Anyway, it's worth studying. I think all of us should be more aware of what Zionism is because it's in our country as well as over in the Middle East.
1: Well, we thank you so much. And I know we're about ready to wrap up. Uh,
5: if, you, if you were know, a child more, raised I'm in the church. Uh, if we have time. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We want to, we want to take that marriage.
1: call. Uh, and we'll, we'll take that call and then we'll see if we can get to seven seven three four five zero. Just real quickly to. Uh, the point if you were raised in church and went to sunday school you were given this philosophy and i remember (laughs) zionist philosophy hearing it at age three four five years old the teaching of the christian church and that's why you have so many people supporting this because they're believing that uh, this is you know, based on when Jesus is going to return. Let's see if we can squeeze in that call for about about 30 seconds, and then we'll see if we can get to uh seven seven three four five oh before we cut off at 9 exactly. Go right ahead.
5: Well, that's, that's whose number I'm op- I'm more opening up now here on the AM360 board, 773-450. 7, 7, All right. Name already. where you're calling. For. 60 seconds. Good morning. Good, Good morning, my brothers and sisters. as to the brothers and sisters as well. I just wanted to say this is one of my favorite subjects, just forgive me, because you can't even live without that. Why do you think we got to learn all this stuff? When it comes to religion, what goes first, truth or religion? If you live long enough, you have changed from one position of understanding to another over time. There are some of us with one religion when our parents were that way and we learn a different overstatement of truth, and we shift it. But the reality is this. I have interacted with probably every religion on this planet, because I've been a God's churches and everything else these people worship, I just to share with them. And what I have found is everybody's the same, don't no matter who you are, we all need you each have to. other. We all need each other. And in order for us to survive, Every day, you forgive everybody and anything that doesn't work. I'm to
0: We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com That's www.naimahlatif.com Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Aringato, Korea, Kamsanida. Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, jean France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medassi, Nigeria, eshe. South Africa, Giabonga, Senegal, Geret, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings.